Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on or start your or continue going forward in your fitness journey. Man, all it's been so cool to see all the new listeners and so many people giving me feedback on this. Uh, so thank you for listening to the show and thank you for sharing the show with somebody that you love that may be thinking about uh, starting on a journey to fitness or a journey to improve their health. Um, so today's show is all about intermittent fasting, the benefits, the dangers, and everything in between. I happened to put on a suit the other day. And I hadn't worn this particular suit in a while. And man, I noticed it was considerably tighter than normal around the waist and the butt. And I stepped on the scale because I hadn't actually stepped on a scale in a while. And lo and behold, I was up about eight pounds, somewhere in there. But I don't get frazzled. Uh, I always think back to something uh, my sister says. Shout out to Get Fit with Jodell. That's my sister, Jodell. She always says, go back to what has worked for you in the past. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Um, just go back to what has worked for you in the past. And for me, man, it's always been inter intermittent fasting. It's just such an easy way for me to drop a few pounds, um, fit into something that I normally um, maybe a little tighter or something like that. So in thinking about intermittent fasting, I was thinking, well, I should probably do a podcast on this because just like you guys are listening and learning, I'm constantly listening and learning. And I, uh, you know, by me teaching it, me talking about it, it reaffirms what I already believe. So that's why I wanted to do this show. And there's a couple questions that always come up with clients about intermittent fasting. Number one, you know, who should, who shouldn't, you know, what do you think about intermittent fasting? You know, um, what about men versus women? Is there a difference to how men should fast and how women should fast? You know, and of course, you know, what are all the benefits and what are the dangers of intermittent fasting? So before we get into the show, please, uh, if you haven't already, please leave me a Google review. And you may be wondering, man, why is this guy asking for Google reviews all the time? Well, unlike most podcasts that are asking for like, hey, review me on iTunes or Spotify and barely anyone ever does, I ask for Google reviews because that's how people find my personal training services here in Northwest Arkansas. So the more reviews that I have in here in Fayetteville, the more my website is shown to more and more people when they search for personal training and nutrition here in Fayetteville. So you'd be doing me a huge favor by just like taking a quick second, pause the show, go to Google, type in muscles and veggies fitness and the only muscles and veggies out there. It'll pop up, hit the reviews tab and leave me a review. Tell me what you think about the show. Um, tell me what you think about the things that you've been learning. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do that for me. Now, let's go on with the show. The benefits of intermittent fasting. Man, they are so much. If you just do a simple search on like the benefits of IF, man, like all over the board, it regulates blood sugar, it regulates insulin, it improves blood pressure, it improves body composition while preserving lean mass, uh, improves hydration, uh, 
decreases triglycerides and cholesterol numbers in most people. I mean, there's just like a ton of benefits uh, when it comes to intermittent fasting. And, and really, like, I would say one of the main benefits of intermittent fasting that is probably the most under talked about is the decrease in inflammation. Because we have to understand that eating anything, doesn't matter how healthy it is, raises our inflammation. And the reason why, I mean, I could go into a lot of the science behind that, but let's just keep it simple. Everything that we put in our body, the body is, the immune system is always uh, analyzing and regulating. And so it raises immune, um, it, it raises white blood cell count and immune function to try to make sure there's no invaders or bad guys that's just entered into our body. So literally eating anything, um, it, it raises inflammation to a degree. Now, eating uh, a salad versus, you know, a piece of pizza and a, and a beer is massive difference in inflammation. Okay. And there's a lot of reasons why we could go into that. But I think to keep it simple, just know that one of the main benefits, the age old time tested benefits of fasting is the down regulation of inflammation and the upregulation of the immune system. Okay, so uh, to, let's get nerdy for a second. There's a process called apoptosis, okay? This is simply just when the body is fasting and it, the blood glucose drops to a certain level. This is around the 18 to 24 hour mark, depending on if you're a fast oxidizer or a slow oxidizer. Um, but apoptosis is where the, the body actually starts finding damaged or weak cells and consumes them, like literally eats them, breaks them down into amino acids, and then redistributes those amino acids to other cells to build new cells. It's a fascinating process that also is very anti-cancerous. So it's literally scavenging for cancerous, weak, uh, mutated cells and it's literally killing them and then remaking them into new, fresh cells. So this is why I think um, if you've ever come down with a cold or you feel like your inflammation is, is really high, one of the best things you can do is uh, fast for a little bit. And when we say fast, like I think everybody gets scared of that and they think uh, he's talking about a 24-hour fast or a 72-hour fast. I mean, yeah, obviously the... You, you can get massive benefits from those uh, those types of fasts. But I think really just um, focusing on intermittent fasting on a regular basis um, and and keeping that can keep inflammation really low um, generally. OK, now who should and who shouldn't be fasting? Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, well, people who should be fasting, if you have more than 20 pounds of weight to lose, you're probably okay there. If you struggle at all with obesity or type two diabetes or autoimmunity, these are all people that I've seen over the years do really well with intermittent fasting. Um, there's a lot of reasons why in that, uh, who shouldn't be fasting. And maybe this is the most important one just for safety, but, uh, any, anybody who's underweight, like you already are super lean, um, probably don't want to be dabbling with intermittent fasting pregnant women uh, that that would be another one highly stressed individuals okay this is where i talk to my clients a lot 
Um, because if you're highly stressed and your cortisol is all, already through the roof, one of the worst things you can do is stress it out even more by forcing it to not consume any calories. Okay. Um, it does, when we, when we do intermittent fast, it does upregulate a little bit more cortisol and a little bit more adrenaline. So you can see if someone's already very stressed, that probably isn't the best idea to, um, elicit them to uh, a higher stress re response than they already have. Okay. Here's another one. You probably don't want to be intermittent fasting if you're coming off of already a caloric deficit. So let's say you've already been restricting calories. And when I say restricting calories, like people who are already eating less than, you know, 16 to 1800 calories, depending on your size. And then you're going to start intermittent fasting on top of that way, way, way too much stress on the body. And we can cause hormonal problems, thyroid problems, things of that nature. So we want to be smart and listen to our bodies. And then obviously here's like the number one most important is if you've ever struggled with an eating disorder, anorexia, bulimia, body dysmorphia, um, those are all people that I would not advocate to um, fast or intermittent fast. Okay. Let's go on to number three here, men versus women. Uh, my thoughts on that. Um, I, men tend to do better with fasting than women. And that's and no offense, women, but this is strictly just due to the fact that I feel like men have a little bit more of a stress tolerance than women do. And they tend to do better with like a 16, eight intermittent fast. So in other words, a 16 hour fast overnight and then an eight hour in eating window. Okay. So men, in case you're like, what, what do you just say? Um, like 6 PM, you stop eating and then you wouldn't eat again until noon the next day. That would be like a 16 hour fast. Right. And then, um, is that right? No, that's not right. That's an 18 hour fast. <laughs> Let's get it right. Zachary. Um, that would be like 10 AM. You would have, you would have breakfast and then 6 PM you would have dinner. Okay. And then you wouldn't eat anywhere in that, that 16 hour window. I, I tend to see women do the best with this in a 14, 10. Okay. So a 14 hour fast and a 10 hour eating window, women tend to do a little bit better. Uh, it's a little bit less stressful on them to do that. Okay. My, me personally, I like to, um, I like a 10, a 10 o'clock smoothie, a one o'clock salad and a six o'clock roasted. That's my smoothie salad roasted. You guys always hear me talking about that. And that's how I own my Monday through Friday. Okay. So I don't do like always on the weekend, but on, on during the week, Monday through Friday, um, smoothie salad roasted. And I like right around 10 o'clock, one o'clock and six o'clock. I try to be done eating by six o'clock. It's amazing how much just having dinner a little bit earlier um, in that 5.30 to 6 range, how much better you sleep, how much better your digestion is. You wake up with a flatter stomach. You tend to get better hydration because you have this long period of three or four hours before bed where you can uh, sip a sparkly drink or herbal tea or just drink water. Um, so there's lots of benefits just from having your dinner a little bit earlier and starting that fasting window and not having any calories after 6 p.m. But listen, like don't overcomplicate this. 
um, listen to your body. If your body's telling you it's super hungry at a certain time, um, don't, you know, force yourself to grind through it just for the sake of doing intermittent fasting. I think it's smarter to listen to your body and pay attention to hunger signals. And, you know, here's a good tip. Like if water isn't doing it anymore, it's probably time to eat. So in other words, if you have, you know, a big glass of water during a hunger pain and, you know, the hunger pain comes back in five minutes, your body's trying to tell you it, it needs sustenance. And here's an interesting point. I'm going to go into left field for a second. Um, if the body is sending you hunger signals, and let's say even after you've ate something, it, you may not be eating what your body is looking for. In other words, last week we talked about uh, protein, fiber, and micronutrients. Excellent show. If you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. Uh, but let's hone in on the micronutrient part for a second. If your body is lacking certain micronutrients or minerals or vitamins, and you're noticing that even after you're eating, you're still like, why am I getting a hunger signal even after I have my meal? Uh, well, that's the body's way of telling you that it's not getting a certain nutrient or mineral that it needs. And so, you know, you look at people who are um, obese and diabetic and, you know, they eat literally every two or three hours through the day. And you're like, man, how can this person be so hungry all the time? Well, part of that is when you eat a Western uh, standard American diet, it's devoid in micronutrients, it's devoid in fiber, and most of the time it's devoid in protein. So this person is literally doing all three things um, that are bad for satiation or bad for uh, your appetite. So therefore the body is crying out, I need magnesium, or I need B vitamins, or I need iron, or something along that nature. And so it's screaming out for that, and people just think, well, I'm hungry, I need to eat. Well, if you're not eating the right things, your body's going to continue to scream out these hunger signals, and that's going to cause you to overeat, especially in frequency. And um, and and that over time is a, is a recipe to uh, become obese and diabetic. And it's simply just a lack of the raw materials that your body is needing. So pay attention to your body. Listen to the signals it's sending you. Don't fight those signals just for the sake of intermittent fasting and also listen to your schedule. I think perfect opportunities uh, to, to get in at some fasting and intermittent fasting is travel days. You know, you're going to be in an airplane all day. You're going to be in a car all day. You're just really not moving and not doing much. It's a perfect opportunity to focus on your hydration. You don't have to worry about like stopping somewhere or packing something, or maybe you do just to break your fast, but you don't have to worry about it for breakfast or whatever. Um, you know, rest days when you're not working out and you're in the car, or you're in office meetings, or you're working on the computer all day. Those are good days that, especially if they're non-stressful to get in a little bit of intermittent fasting. Um, conferences, assemblies, you know, things that like you're sitting all day, probably a, a really good opportunity to just focus on hydration um, and then break your fast at lunch with like a really good salad or something very healthy. Um, these are like the opportunities that just come natural and they just come easy. And really like that's a, that's a non-stressful way to incorporate some intermittent fasting. So let's, let's do the, the, the flip side to that. Um, 
the a really stressful way to do intermittent fasting is to go like, I'm going to go do CrossFit. Okay. And then after CrossFit, I'm going to fast until one o'clock. Okay. That would be a recipe to like, let's really drive cortisol and adrenaline through the roof and create a lot of jittery, um, anxiety ridden kind of energy, if that makes sense. So we just have to be smart. Um, look for the opportunities to incorporate intermittent fasting into your routine. Uh, there, we all have them, especially in the modern lifestyle we live in, uh, they're there. And I think the, the moral of the story is it's such a good immune system and inflammation regulator that we want to find ways to incorporate this. Even if you, you know, you are at your goal weight, you know, um, but it's a fantastic way to springboard onto proper nutrition. It's just eliminating kind of one extra meal out of your day to worry about and to, um, create less decision fatigue is what I like to call it. The more we eliminate decision fatigue, um, and we plan ahead and we don't leave things to chance, uh, we'll always make better decisions and we'll always, uh, come out ahead nutritionally. And that's why I always advocate people, you know, meal prep, you know, plan out what you're going to have when you start your day. What's my day like? What do I have on my appointment book? Um, what's, you know, when, when can I fit in my smoothie? When can I fit in my salad? And then what do I need to thaw out for my roasted dinner? Always be thinking about those things because they help us make the proper plan. And he who fails to plan plans to fail. Okay. So again, don't overcomplicate this. I think, um, listen to your body and let fasting become natural. Don't let it become a diet or don't let it become this like, um, restrictive thing that we do to ourselves to force our bodies to lose weight. Does that make sense? And as always, you guys, you've been hearing me talk about uh, thorn supplements for literally over a year now. If you haven't, like you've been hearing me talk about thorn and you haven't checked it out already, I encourage you just to go, go to thorn.com and just browse through the supplements, browse through all the major, major players in the game that are using thorn, like the Mayo clinic. Um, also the USA Olympic team, many, many, many sports teams, and then, of course, know that uh, if you are interested in Thorn supplements, all you have to do is email me at musclesandveggies, all one word, musclesandveggies at gmail. And just tell me you want to join the client invite list and you get 25% off the entire store. And that supports the show and supports me for this free information that I put out every week, which, by the way, subscribe if you haven't already. I put out a show literally once a week. Uh, share it with a friend, you know, you can review it on what any podcast player you listen to. Uh, but that's my thoughts on intermittent fasting. If you have any questions, DM me on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next week on the muscles and veggies fitness podcast.